0: Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my recap on UFC Fight Night 184. Um, I'm just smiling right now because I already gave my entire recap, but I didn't press record on my interface, and now I'm going to do this again. (laughs) Yeah, like, uh, so upsetting, you know, because I was saying all the right things too, but I'll just say it again, it's not a big deal. Uh, Maybe even condense it a little bit because I know what I'm going to say. But um, yeah, UFC Fight Night 184, headlined by uh, Alistair Overeem and Alexander Volkov. Volkov won the fight in the second round. TKO punches. And um, there's two ways to look at this fight, basically. Um, One is that Overeem did not look like himself, you know, uh, compared to his uh, past two fights, which he won. Uh, he was slower. He was unable to uh, handle the the distance between him and Volkov. The reach of Volkov is very uh, long and he's a tall fighter too. So Alistair was unable to really uh, close the distance and connect that much. He did a couple of times, but it just wasn't enough. There was a shot by uh, Volkov in the first round uh, that broke his nose, it was, or his eye. And that basically just uh, ended the fight. Um, for the rest of the fight from that moment, uh, you could tell that Alistair was struggling to kind of just like um, do any offense, you know? And he was on defense most of the time, just backing up and trying to clear blood from his face. It was um, it was a tough uh, fight for him. And I do feel bad because uh, he was on a run, you know? He was on a run for... The title and then he was going to retire if he won that belt but this is a setback for him of course you know and it sucks i don't know what's next for him at this point i don't know if he will continue fighting or if he will retire regardless of um the outcome of this fight alistair is such a legend you know like i can't deny that for him to have a career that spans this long and for him to not only just do MMA but also kickboxing as well is just that's incredible. And t- for him to find success in both is what's even more impressive. Um, I can compare it to uh, Chris Cyborg. Chris Cyborg she did a fight in kickboxing once and she she lost bad. Like she got her ass beat. Like kickboxing is an entirely different combat sport from mma so for him to become a k1 champ for him to become uh, an mma world champ although it wasn't in the ufc he had the strike force belt he had the dream belt you know he's had such a great career and for him to last this long is what's even more impressive in my opinion because most of these guys are basically out they they're washed up but for him to be a top like 10 heavyweight at this point in his career is is very impressive, you know. And there was many times in Alistair's career where it seemed like um, it was over for him, you know, like the losses to uh, Bigfoot Silva, losses to Francis Ngannou. After those, you're like, you know, like he's never going to be the same. But he kept proving people wrong, time and time again. So I give nothing but credit to Alistair Overeem. He took the loss uh, to the chin um and was very humble about it afterwards and i do wish him all the best you know he was a great guy to talk to um that conversation happened on the tuesday before the fight so um i do hope that uh everything is going well for him and i wish him the best in the future whether if it's fighting or if he's retiring he's done it all he's great alexander volkov on the other hand um he's You could look at this fight in the perspective of that. Alexander Volkov, he was just on point that night. You know, his striking was crisp. It was just crazy to see all these shots. And I'm like, man, you know, they don't look like they're hard shots, but because they're heavyweights, they are, you know, like just one simple jab. It's just painful. And um, Volkov, man, he's definitely in the mix again. And I would like to see him face the winner of Derek Lewis and um, Curtis Blades. Whoever wins that fight, they should fight Volkov. I think that's a good um, number one contender fight at heavyweight. Uh, In the co-main event, it was Corey Sanhagen. He defeated Frankie Edgar by flying knee KO. 30 seconds, 28 seconds it took. First off. I was very impressed with how both fighters walked out to Biggie Smalls. That was very nice. Um Frankie he walked out to kick in the door and Corey Sandhagen, he what did he walk out to? Oh man. I gotta check it out check it out again. But um yeah, I love that. I love how um they walked out to Biggie, both fighters, you know? It was great. But uh Corey Sandhagen, man, this guy just um his best performance uh this far in his MMA career, I would say, because he just looked so good, and, um, to do this against Frankie Edgar, I know Frankie Edgar, he's an older guy now, he's 39, I didn't realize Frankie is 39 now, but he's old now, and, um, most people expected Corey to win this fight, but to do it the way he did is very, it puts a statement, you know, and there's no denying him, um a title shot because of it um Frankie he's a guy that never gets knocked out you know I've never seen Frankie get just like like face like face palm to the mat like that you know so uh regardless of age to do that to Frankie Edgar is quite impressive so Good for Corey Sanhagen. He definitely deserves a shot at the title. I can't wait to uh, see who wins the fight between Peter Jan and Aljamain Sterling. I hope it's Aljamain Sterling just so we could see a rematch. That would be awesome, you know? Just good storyline as well. Uh, for Frankie, on the other hand, uh, I know he's saying that he wants to fight again. I just... Um, if he wants to fight for the fun of it, that's fine, I guess. But like, it's th- it's it's clear to me that he's not gonna be a top guy anymore he's gonna be up there but he's not gonna be fighting for a bantamweight championship anytime soon unless it's like a uh like a injury replacement or like he's just it just kind of works out in his favor where he has the opportunity to fight for the belt but otherwise he's just he's 39 years old you know Frankie Edgar is old now and it's different when you're old in these lighter class the lighter weight classes like bantamweight lightweight you know because most of the fighting has to do with speed and speed is the first thing that leaves when you get older so um for him to be 39 years old and still a top 10 bantamweight is very impressive so just like Alistair Overeem, I give credit to Frankie Edgar as well. It does suck to see them get knocked out uh, like this on the same night, but this is uh this is MMA. New faces come all the time. It's uh it's a young man and young woman's sport, I guess. Um Other things I want to say about the card. Not really much besides Benil Dariush and Carlos Diego Fajera. That was a very good fight. I enjoyed that very much. Benil Dariush, um, he's one of my favorite fighters right now. You know, so exciting, always puts on good performances. You know, it's going to be a fun fight when Benil Dariush is in it. And it was. It was a fun fight once again, and one fight of the night. And Benil Dariush, it's impressive to see his evolution as a fighter since the beginning. Because this is a guy I've been following for since the beginning, because he is a. Um he's from Iran, right? So I support uh the fellow Iranian uh fighters, the the small amount that there is. But uh I've been following him since like early on and his striking has improved so much, first of all, because this is a guy who is a jiu-jitsu guy, great uh skills on the ground, but his striking is, has become so much better. His ability to take shots is so much better now before he would get knocked out easily, but he's able to take hits uh, better, and because of it, he can move forward and oppose his offense, or yeah, basically just um, go all out on the feet, you know, because he's not afraid anymore like I think he once was, but now he's he's just like an all-around fighter, and I can't wait to see what's next for him. I think a good fight would be Paul Felder. Paul Felder would be an exciting fight. Benil Dariush versus Paul Felder. Or even Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker would be a solid matchup. Some people were saying Tony Ferguson. I think that's kind of too early at this point. He's now... See, now Benil Dariush is like number 10 in lightweight. So that does give him a lot of options. I also thought about the winner between Drew, Do- Drew Dober and Islam Makachev. Whoever wins that fight should fight Benil Dariush. That would be a fun fight as well. I think it should be either that one or Paul Felder or Dan Hooker. I think those are good options for him. It depends where the UFC wants to go with it. But I'm excited for Benil Dariush. We'll see what happens in the future for him. And um, overall, if I was to uh, rate this card, there wasn't that many moments where I was excited about and... um, it was okay. It was just an okay fight card. It is what it is. It does suck about the results for Frankie and Alistair, but uh, if I was to uh, give it a rating out of 10, I would give it a uh, 6 out of 10. I'll give it a 6 out of 10. Corey Sanhagen, he impressed me. Benil impressed me, so 6 out of 10 is good. Uh, Let me know what you thought about this fight card. I will come back for UFC 258 and give you my thoughts after that's done this Saturday. And I hope you have a good rest of your week. Bye-bye.